Hello and welcome to the Bull Mountain Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Ramsey Rutschke, Riley Rutschke, and Sean Morris. So I've been on the TikTok grind a little bit for hunting stuff this week. And uh, everyone's shed hunting. Literally everyone. And it, gets, it has me really like electrified to get our trips going here soon. I, I feel like our area is behind the game because where were we driving yesterday and there was a mule deer that had all of his horns. Where the fuck was that? We saw it. Like, it was a decent buck. I don't remember. Was that driving back from our trip? We don't even, this doesn't even pertain to the conversation, but I feel like I want to remember where it was from. But yeah, where we were at, there was a buck that ran across the road in front of us. Still horned up. It was on the side of the road. Yeah, it was on the way home from the trip because it was in between, uh, it was near Harlow Town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh it was off the highway, I remember now. It's, I mean that's the biggest question though. Like have they dropped yet? So I've been watching enough TikToks to come to the conclusion that it's early bucks are starting to drop. Because did I say early? Young bucks. Which would be your early early droppers are starting to Which that never made sense to me fully because like you feel like the big bucks that have heavier horns, they would fall off first. I'm not a biologist, but what's the physics on that? I think it would have something to do with like the amount of horn actually holding on. Yeah, the bases. I could see that. You could definitely see that. Because even like, so I've seen guys get like little, little crab claw whitetails and muleys, little tiny little twos, spikes, stubs, and then like you know like the classic bigger two point mule deer, like some of those too. Mm-hmm. But. Okay. That was the first shed I ever found was your classic little little two-point mule deer shed. Yeah, same. Well, actually, the first shed that I ever found was a white tail. Would you call it a three-point if it was like... Yeah, because it had eye guards. A main beam. No, it had had a main beam, one point on the main beam, and then a eye guard, guard, yeah. So is that a three-point? Sure. Is it over an inch? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's probably that long. I found it in the middle of a... Ice Silver Creek. It's the first shit I ever found. I was oh, probably shit. 13. Huh. That was actually a big strategy that we used to use um, back when we were kids. Is uh, It seemed like the area that we were in for whitetail sheds, they would just like walk along the creek. You just follow their tracks along the creek, and I swear to God, seven out of ten times there'd be sheds. Like, I know, I remember one guy found a whole set just chilling in the middle of the frozen creek. We used to do that a lot. You know, honestly, the first set of sheds I ever found, mm-hmm. I was, cru- no. No. I was cruising uh, on my buddy's four-wheeler on his land next to the river. Go right to the tire, dude. And it was a, no, it was like, I just kept seeing skulls. And I was like, what the hell? And I got out and started looking around is when blue tongue hit off the Missouri really bad. Hmm. And there's white tail skulls everywhere. And then I look over in the brush and there was a little dinky two point. Those are the ones I have sitting on my fridge. Well, are they, were they still attached? Yeah, it was a oh, full that's, skull. That's deadhead. That's, that's what I said. He did say that. Did he? Yeah. That brings me to another point. Just a fucking idiot. So, much. 
we like to classify ourselves as like the Swiss Army knife of outdoors. We do it all. Not the Swiss Army knife because it makes it sound like we're like talented in every single adventure we take, but we do it all, right? So we're like capable in every. <laughs> we were. Uh, well, what's the off-brand Swiss Army knife? That's uh, Ozark are. Trail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walmart did. Uh, very dude. Ozark, don't fucking sleep on Ozark Trail, dude. Did that coffee mug that I bought for the eighteen dollars? Yeah. What brand's that air mattress that we got? It's so, got to be Ozark. Mm, Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Sixteen bucks. The thing kept my coffee just piping hot for like six hours. I was like, this is because I got a percolator. Mm. Yeah, because guess what he forgot? My jet boil. I was asking Sean to guess, Ramsey. Jesus. He never got that. Um, okay. Okay, anyways. honestly, though, whenever you're going on a trip with Ramsey, you assume he forgets one major item. Dude, of all the time. things that we had, though, that was probably the only thing we forgot. Maybe we should have definitely grabbed another sleeping bag. Or a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But the shed talk real quick. My question for you guys. We shed hunt. And, of course, while you're hunting, you pick up sheds. All right? And we have designated trips that we'll take this year. But we're not like these hardcore dudes that live on it, like live to shed hunt. My question for the shed hunting community, and Sean, since I'm looking into his soul right now, do you classify a deadhead under the shed hunting? Or is it just like an extra? No, 100%. You would consider, you classify it as like a shed 100%. hunting deal? Yeah. Because I've always been curious about that. Because a lot of people will show their deadheads when they're showing off like their catch, catch of the day. What would you call that? Your your find, find of the day. <laughs> um, Magnet fishing for shits. Because like from experience, as someone like I don't know, I pulled in like fifteen plus elk sheds last year. The deadheads are easier, much easier. They stand out a lot more because they have a shape that's so. Okay, when you look at an elk, right, and you've seen elk in person, their frame with both horns looking at you is something that you see in your head all the time. Mm -hmm. When you have a single elk horn laying on the ground, what does it really look like sometimes? What could it blend in with? Sticks. Sticks, yeah. Yeah. Um, So when I see, like, I find that, like, deadhead finds so much easier, like, in every situation possible... I would literally, last year, I located probably half a dozen different deadheads to go back and find. And they were just like, I don't know. Just, I feel like they're just an easier thing to pick up. I personally wouldn't put them on well, my like, shed hunting list. Usually, like, when you find a deadhead, it has both sets of horns. Right. So, I mean, that's twice as much that you see. But, like, I think what it, like I'm saying is, like, and they're usually with a skeleton, too. Nine, right. uh, half the time. But, like, what I've found is, like, it seems like my mind is easier to pick up because I'm not a super, like, hardcore shed hunter, but I will do it. I love to find them. That my mind picks up a deadhead easier because of the shape that it presents itself, especially, like, a a classic four-point four, you know, four point mule deer. Like, an elk, uh, elk deadhead, dude. I mean, if you can't find the whatever, like, if you're glassing and it takes you a long time to pick up a deadhead elk like <laughs> might need to get your eyes checked right because i mean most of the time when they die it's literally just laying upright and perfect for you 
And it's, I mean, most of the time. It say. stands out, whereas like a elk single shed could blend in with sticks, brush, anything, or, or, or underneath brownie. Grass. I, it would blend in with the ground. Yeah, per, I mean, yeah, how exactly. Many, how many times that our Narnia have we been driving around and be like, oh my god, there's a shed right there? I'd be like, ah, it's a stick. <laughs> it's but it still blows my mind that there is sheds there because there's not a local fucking herd of anything on that property. Okay, okay. Well, you know what I mean. Like well, versus like the other places I shed hunt. Ramsey know. found a goat. He found probably like a three hundred and ten inch side off that of a six point. That was the first time we were out there this year. Was that your first shed that you found, elk shed? Yeah. And then you found a dink. Like I don't know how you spotted that that little. I don't know how we didn't spot that sooner. As many times as we drove down that road. Yeah. Do you guys have a uh, a quick little um shed favorite shed that you found? Probably that one. Just a little guy. No, the big one. Oh, the big one because you were just it, well, it's got that cheater on it. I found. No, no, no. Scratch that. The shed that I found to my deer, that my big deer that I shot. That's crazy. You've never told that story from that deer. The biggest deer you've ever shot. You found. How, you shot one side to that deer. Yeah, from two years previous. And it's the side that has the exact same broken cheater on it. Yeah. I found a... I don't know if I'd call it my first elk shed. I can't really remember. But I literally found... I mean, it was maybe a 280... 200, I mean, it wasn't 300 inch bull. It was one side. I found it literally wedged between two boulders. Hmm. On the side of the mountain. No shit. Just like, like Dude, it was their horns in some crazy. It was kind of tough for me to get it out. I mean, because it was burred down, and so I mean, I was trying to. It was almost like something picked it up mm-hmm. and moved it there. Because I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, the terrain going up was not anywhere near an elk would try and cross. Maybe someone put it there. You think people would take that home though? It was it white or like the it was chalky? Very, very chalky. White. Yeah, it was an old shed. But that was the—I mean—that was the weird thing. It was like, I don't know, maybe a coyote or something, or some wolf just like stuck it in there to come back and get Bigfoot? it. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. So, um, I have a hard time trying to figure out my favorite one because, like, I literally last year I had like twelve freaking elk sheds that I had marked on Onyx, but my favorite one was probably that. Fucking giant six shed that I found. Don't even talk to me about that. (laughs) Well, I let, uh, I let them. (laughs) I don't even know if it was out of laziness, but I just 100%. It was down in a shithole, but you could see the one horn, like when you were glassing it up, you could see like one to three tines sitting behind this. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, you're looking down, um, a big coulee, right? And it looks like a delta of a, like, like a river delta. That's how they, like, there's just all kinds of, like, random humps and stuff. And right down below us, probably quarter mile, looking back on it, it might have been closer than that. <laughs> 600 yards, maybe. Uh, but it's like, you go way down, and they have to come all the way back up. And I glass this one up behind, like, it, what's that? What do you call that rock on Lion, Lion King? Pride Rock or whatever? Sticking out over the edge. 
and I could see these tines sitting up behind it from my 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 vantage 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 angle. Stroke number. Holy one cow, minutes, boys! Man. It took ten minutes, and I had my first stroke. Um, and so I was like, I told I told this buddy, I was like, listen, if you, I'll show you where this is. I just want to see what they look like because at this time, to the right, further down this drainage, I had like three more sheds glassed up, and I thought they were like clearly bigger because I could only see the three tines, and what I thought was the three tines on the one side of the rock. And I forgot that I had seen like one tine sticking out below the rock. I thought it was just like a decent, like five or six, you know? So I was like, well, if you go down there, I just want to see him in person. You can take him home with you. Just go get him. And my dad actually went down there with him. So like, I should have just sent my dad down there or got off my lazy ass and done it myself. But I get down there or he gets down there and he picks one up and I'm like, Oh my fuck. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> Picks the second one up. I didn't even know there was a set there. And I'm like, no freaking way, dude. I'm watching him come. I'm watching him the spotter come back up to the to the ranger. And uh he's huffing and puffing. That's how heavy and big they are. This is I'm talking this is like a 380 bull. Easy. Like no questions asked. White on it was white from sitting in the sun, but it was still brown underneath. So it was, it was last year's shed for sure. And this kid's huffing and puffing and holding him on his shoulders like he's carrying 50-pound weights up this hill. And he brings him to me, and I was just like, huh. Does he, does he, are they on his Instagram? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, they are. What's his? Uh, C. Shoot, I could probably just pull it up right now. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I've got him. Uh, it's like a forty-inch wide mule deer. Yeah, it is. All right, so here, here it is. You put it in the camera. If the camera can pick this up, massive shed, set of sheds. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that'll change. He's it. like six foot tall too. Yeah, the kid, he's taller than me. He's like six two. So yeah, I messed up on that one. I uh, some would say fumbled the bag on that set, um, but I'm fine. It was fine. Yeah, they're from. Georgia and they don't have elk I mean, there. So. He's just gonna be bigger the next time. You well, I this. showed Sean all of our um, camera, our trail cam pictures from archery season and and early before it snowed hunting season. Uh, and I showed him. I said, "These are the bulls that we're after this year." So we'll do a segment about that. I, I'd love to on this podcast talk about and maybe when Matt gets here. Um, if anyone's familiar with the, the like viral post of those elk running through the, through the fire last year, that's on the ranch that I guide. And there's a lot of like, uh, conspiracies about that, that need to be like, cause the, yeah, this was posted on like Muley Tines, like a bunch of like popular social media. And I'm here to debunk all the wrong conspiracies and confirm that that would be our version of our fireball. And I will be finding his sheds this year. <laughs> that is sweet. our goal for the three of us. Absolutely. But yeah, enough shed talk. Uh, we'd like to welcome everybody back. Um, we're just the three of us this week. So kind of low key. We're trying to get ready for Sean's got kind of a cool family interview coming up in a couple weeks. Um, we have to bust our tails on raffle tickets this week. Absolutely. Because that ends next week. So Jesus. Are, how excited are you to like just be done with it? 
and to do the Facebook live, like just get to that point and like call someone and like get like an excited response. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like it's been a lot of leading up to, you know, and it's just needs to be like, I just want it to happen (laughs) more or less. You know what's funny is like you look back at like this whole turkey raffle. And if you're not familiar with, uh, if you missed whatever podcast or advertising that we've done, uh, the four of us of the company decided to purchase a turkey, a three-day guided hunt with two leggings outfitters out of Hardin, Montana to take one person over the age of 18 on a guided and filmed. Uh, for our, It would be probably going to be our first like hunting episode that we'll put on YouTube. And we've been raffling that off since end of january and it ends next week so i look back on it and i don't know what you guys are thinking but it's like it seems like the easiest part was coming up with the idea yeah for sure yeah and no legwork there (laughs) the execution on selling them has been a struggle not a struggle but like just it's a turkey it's not a hot commodity no it's a turkey yeah it's it's the lowest fun thing you could do on a guided ranch probably uh I see people get psyched, absolutely out of their mind, psyched to do prairie dog hunts. I would say for me, I would rather do a turkey hunt. But the thing is, is like that like hunting Montana webpage on Facebook or whatever. They, how many people have talked about turkey season on there? I mean, it's crazy. I know, and I don't know if it's just people that like want to like do it themselves, but it's like for all these like I keep seeing posts of like, oh, I'm new to Montana, I want to turkey hunt. Uh, I don't know where to go, and it's like, dude. Buy a raffle ticket, you get fed, clo- not clothed, <laughs> cl- sheltered, filmed, guided, and guided. I mean, Seriously. you can't get anything better than that. But well, they might get one article of clothing. Oh, was that? That was a segue. That was a segue. We don't even have the camera pointed at them. Yeah, you better turn those. Okay, here. And we only have... Turn them over on our guest guest spot. Yeah, there you go. All right. People have been asking for it. We've been ready for it. Our first merch drop. Yeah. yeah. Coming out... Hey, hey, hey. It is a once-in-a-lifetime Bull Mountain Brothers podcast merch drop. Yeah, these hats uh, are purchased. We'll never see these again after they're sold. Yeah, these... Unless it's on one of our hits. You have your... Our favorite... Tan, brown on tan. It's a beautiful hat. It's a good looking hat. We have, this is the most um, stock we have is in this hat. Um, we have the hunting hat, the camo, black on camo hat that we put together to, you could use for your spring turkey hunting, bear hunting. It's a great way to rep the Bull Mountain Brothers while also staying hidden from whatever prey you're going after. He's really selling this right now. (laughs) And then we decided that we do have, analytic-wise, a 20% women listener on this podcast. Not to say that a dude... Men could purchase this hat, too, but I wanted to be able to... All options for all Diversify our... Yes. Analytics. If you go into any shop in any place... Regardless if you're he, them, her, sure, she, whatever, they have men and women clothing. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right on this? I don't know that all your adjectives were correctly pronounced, but uh, yeah. Regardless, 
um, on the website, they always have men and women's clothing. And I wanted to, we wanted to be able to offer this very attractive, boys, would you like to take a look at it again? Mm. Pink Mm. on black flat bill hat. This is a good looking hat. I know you guys aren't flat bill guys, but uh, I think that's a good looking hat. I don't know. It depends. If I'm archer. (laughs) I'm a flat bill guy because I just you have the peripheral. One hundred percent fold. I like the flat bill for the now. Running, but. What's becoming my favorite hat is like not is the curved flat, which is what Sean's wearing right now. This is the one that's not on the table from the green olive himself. <laughs> we have green olive. Oh, excuse me. Yes, your family have, listens to this, right? Yeah. We have yeah, olive green yeah. on olive green hat with a cur- with a curved flat. It's not a complete like this is more of a curved trucker hat sean's got like the the in-between hat and it's it's a really good uh what i would say for like fishing uh casual just your good all-around hat oh, yeah. i'm wearing this for archery i don't care what you guys say well it fits no, in good oh no, yeah uh the bucket hats are not, not available in, not available unless uh 100 people want them because <laughs> they're a little more spendy yeah so yeah if you want to go ahead and check it out we'll have it i think ready monday or, or friday for sale we could do Friday. I mean, they're ready right now. They're ready right now. So if you want, if we could make it happen. Um, the website's up and running. The store is ready. The Bull Mountain Brothers store is just, on the just website. No, we're we're still working out logistics with shipping, so it yeah. might be it four might be just four days, five days. Yeah, could be a little more than. We're not going to make it two weeks. We're not assholes, but just bear with us just a tiny bit while we get all the. As when we say two, we're not going to make it long. More or less. We will have it in a box and at the place to ship. And whatever happens after that is not on us. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also have to preface the we have two mechanics and the master construction guy over here. Uh, so sure. uh, <laughs> all of this is new to us, but at the same time, like it's been, I mean, how fun is this, dude? Like, I wish I could do this as a full time job, marketing clothing, all that stuff. We haven't figured out the shop. Like I said, the shop's ready to go. If you go to bullmountainbrothers.com and uh, check out our limited edition merch drop hats, they are available for purchase. We're uh, going to hold one of us either way. And then while our world is in shambles, shipping is going to be, you're going to have to fork out a little bit for shipping. But um, look at these hats. I way mean, of the road, you know. These hats are beautiful. Oh, yeah. So let's. Uh, you could, you could, I mean, there's. Countless things that you can do with these hats. You know, you could you could catch the biggest fish of your life in these hats. You could shoot the biggest big game animal mm-hmm. of your life in these hats. You could you could birth your child in these hats. You could, I mean, you could get stopped on the side of the street and be like, is that is that a Bull Mountain Brothers hat that's making you look so attractive? Exactly. Let's go on a date. Seriously, it could help your dating life. Um, I think my hair is starting to grow back a little bit. Just wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a prayer, buddy. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. You're not wearing one right now, though. I know. I know. I, well, I My my hat is is on the table for advertisement oh, purposes. Okay. Okay. Um, and this is just to cover up my full head of hair. No no balding <clears throat> on that, nope. that side nope. of the table. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Check that out. BullMountainBrothers.com. And uh, get yourself some Bull Mountain Brothers merchandise. So we can continue putting out seasonal merch drops that are just going to be the best thing that we can drop. Absolutely. I'm so excited for fishing hats, boys. Oh, huge, huge! Our our apparel line is 
it's going to be a lot different than what you normally see. And I think it's going to be for the good. Now, will we have sweatshirt, shirt, oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah? Yes. It's coming. But every time there's going to be that sneaky little, Sneak, whoa. Sneaky link, dude. A fishing hat or a fishing shirt. I mean, I love fishing shirts. I don't yeah. know about you guys, but like a quality long sleeve, um, sweat wicking, like what are the, uh, the, what are the rays you get from the sun? The vitamin UV. D? UV. UV rays. What? Uh, they, yeah, that's what those shirts, those fishing shirts no, are I, for. I'm long with sleeves. you. I'm with you. I just said vitamin D, so keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll give you some vitamin God, D. God, we're so intelligent. Um, but yeah, that could happen. And, I mean, And don't worry for you larger folks. I am also a very large person. We will have sizes for you bigger guys. I think Three X. that's where a lot of... A lot of places fall. But we're short. also advertising the fact that we're tr- we're like currently losing weight. So like, well, yeah, but it's not an overnight thing. Three uh, X, we're probably gonna have to cap it at. But we will continue to to always have a three X in our lineup. And I think, are we gonna have smalls? Do you know a single person on this planet? I don't. I don't. I think we can do medium through three X. A medium shirt is tiny. Let's all. T- Sean only wears medium shirts. Only. <laughs> He tries to pop the biceps at all times. So, I, eh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. but anyways, yeah. thanks for letting us ramble about. We're just super excited about having our first merch. They, they're just really attractive looking hats. They are. Um, and get them. Get once em. you get them, we'll we'll just keep putting out some more. So that's right. Um, we'll take a break for a second, and then we'll be back with a little recap of what Ramsey and I were doing last weekend. All right, welcome back, boys. Uh, Sean. We missed you last weekend. Actually, we missed you for four total days. As long as we've been apart in three months. How'd you handle it? Uh, very well. Very. Sean well. was basically on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been. He couldn't have been any closer to the Bahamas than he was without us last I week. Would have, yeah, I would agree with that. It sounds like it was a very fun trip for you guys, though. I define fun. You had a blast. Yes and no. Yes and no. Eat good food? Oh, yeah. We made some pretty good stuff. Um, so the yes is awesome people to go with. As always. Um, super beautiful area. The no was high water levels turn the water into pretty much chocolate milk. And it's just it's it's hard to... Fish for something with a colorful indicator. Well, and you can't even like. Let's rewind this all the way to the beginning. First of all, Ramsey and I, I guess the best way I can stay is how our TikTok said it the other day. We put down, we threw down the short rods, picked up the fly rods, which is kind of our favorite thing to do fishing wise. And we headed to Idaho. It would have been last Thursday. And this is a trip. This will be our second time doing this trip with our good friend Josh. And I guess this is a trip that kind of went down in infamy last year. Can you tell can you tell us why? Why? What do you mean? Uh well basically we didn't catch fish last year, right? We didn't even have a bite. Or I caught a little baby cutthroat, that was about it. Mind you, we're fishing for 40 inch steelhead. So that was a bummer, but it was kind of fun to see, like, Josh. I, we went with Josh, obviously. This is his spot went with him last year. 
and he caught he hooked up on five five he caught some while we after we left but we got to at least see him hook one up and like see a big buck come to the surface and take a look at it so that was a cool part of that the terrible part was it's like a nine hour drive and at about Mm -hmm. hour six last year the ford that i was driving at the time decided to put in limp mode at the top of uh, Lolo Pass, which if you're familiar with that area, is like a big, huge mountain pass. And so we decided to push through it and coasted 100 miles down to where, you know, we're going to turn and go to the spot, which is another 100 miles. And we made it there. And we're like, well, we're just going to fish. And then we're going to (laughs) see what it's like to, to come home on Sunday. And this was Easter Sunday last year. We go to leave. Josh decides, like, let's come fish with me for a couple hours. So we're like, okay, we'll do it. That's how we got it. The last day was the day that we got to see him hook up a that big buck. And it took Ramsey and I, what, five hours to get back up to Missoula on a trip that shouldn't take that long. Limping the truck up a mountain pass. Uh, needless to say, it was long, stressful. If we wouldn't have been mechanics, we wouldn't have made it back the, the next six hours home. Um, so it was kind of a sore in our mind, but at the same time, we loved the trip. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Like Ramsey said, beautiful area. Um, I came home and sold that truck within a week. (laughs) So, uh, but let's fast forward to this year and I don't know, you've been, you've been watching the weather in the, as long as, as well as Josh kind of is in our, in our ear a couple, every other day about water levels. Right. And you had seen that they gained like three feet of water in, I don't know, three or four days. Yeah, it wasn't quite a foot, but still a significant amount for that area. Yeah. And like, if you kept looking at the weather port, it's like, it was like super underwhelming. It was like, oh, it might rain a little bit, which is fine. Um, and it might do this, might do that. And we leave Thursday and it's, I think it was beautiful here, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. In South Central Montana. Um, I think by the time we got to Missoula, it was piss pounding rain. Yeah, we kind of fucked up Thursday, huh? We were like a little underprepared. What was the what was the mistake that we made? Oh, Wednesday night I got home and we were gonna pack everything and we we're like, let's just go to bed and wake up early. And we did not wake up early. Yeah. So instead of like doing the responsible thing and just packing the truck before we left, we're just like, dude, we can sleep and get up at like six and just pack it. I think we left Billings at 10.30. Jeez. Yeah. So so Josh is texting me at like 2, expecting us to like basically almost be there. And we're like, yeah, we're going through like Bozeman right now <laughs> or like like Butte or something like that. But uh, the, the truck, I drive a 2015 Duramax now and she made it all the way there and all the way back. And we got 27 miles per gallon no, at one point. It was 20, not quite 25. Still, I was stoked, especially when I went... We left with with diesel being about three eighty five, and then came back at four thirty in Missoula. So that was good. So I guess after we uh, we made it to Lolo Pass this time, no problems, and uh, it was still beautiful. It was still still sunny and um relatively okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was manageable. But then we saw freaking, we got to this one field and Ram was like, hey, dude, there's some elk right there. And he's like, there's some turkeys there. There's some deer there. It was like this one like 
It's like one acre field full of just like every animal. Call the wild in one little scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. It was pretty wild. Um, so I think it took us, I don't know, probably it doesn't two and a half, three hours to get down there and just absolutely downpouring rain. Oh, pissing rain. That's always fun. And so uh, Riley has built kind of like a, a deal in the back of his truck with drawers to hold the fly rods and everything and his grill and whatnot. Well... It doesn't ever fucking rain here in central, east central Montana. North, south, west. We live in the desert. East, south, central Montana. Yeah. Um, West. Uh, So we didn't know that the windows to his topper leaked, which is where we were sleeping, was in the truck bed topper. And so we get everything set up and we get back there. You guys cuddled? No. 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 Built a... (laughs) (laughs) Built a pillow wall in between. Actually, like the first night, it wasn't even intentional, but I think we parked on too much of a slope. Well, you'll get there because Ramsey's going to kind of explain how this night went. So, first of all, the inside is just puddles of water. I wouldn't even start there. I'd talk about like finding the fucking camp spot. Oh, yeah. We're just like driving down the road looking for these guys. They sent us a pin, so we knew kind of the area. And I'm driving along, and I mean, it's, it's doing 45, 50 mile an hour. Because it's a... And luckily, I just happened to look over and see Chevy headlights close to the pin. So I was like, that might be them. Still took us five minutes to find out how to get down into this camp spot. Because it's pitch-ass black. And there's like one little turnoff, but it's steep off the side of the road. So you had to like kind of creep over off the side of the road to see it. It was a sick camp spot, though. It was. Finally, uh, drove down in there, and they're all just chilling in the truck, and they're like, yeah, we only brought a tent, so we're just kind of hanging out in here. So we had happened, we brought a wall tent, because more people were going to come, and they ended up not coming, so they kind of consolidated into one tent. Well, we set up that wall tent, and kind of put the table and all the cook stuff in there, and just hung out for a little bit. Dude, Sean, you would be surprised that little 17-inch Blackstone that I got heats up the wall tent. Like, really? it was comfortable in there. It was almost hot after we were at Rhino. What temperature outside? Oh, Dude, probably 30s. 30, yeah. Oh, 30s. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. And I never even thought about that. When we did our wall tent thing, I should have brought, like, the little two-burner camp chef that I have, and we could have uh-huh. just turned that on. And it puts off a good heat. It's not lasting not heat like a wood stove. Right. But it's like it's well, a wood fast. stove really isn't technically lasting heat unless no. you do well, physical labor to true. make it so. And you almost cut your finger off if you're Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess uh, at that point we get there, it's yeah. pouring rain, and we set up the wall tent. Everything's in there, and Ramsey and I are like, "Well, it's like we had just literally pulled in. We had no idea where we were even at. Pull in and uh, park the truck, and that's what I'm saying. Is I think we were like at an incline, kind of. Oh, 100. Because I woke up and Ramsey had me like shoved against the fucking window of the topper. Because I don't know if you guys can really tell Ramsey's size from pictures and videos, but he's like uh, six five, almost six six, three hundred and forty pounds, three hundred twenty five pounds somewhere in there. He's a big dude, so it's a little claustrophobic in here. I, and we made the 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 last minute decision. To instead of using those like foam pads that people use to getting like a 10 inch, we found a 10 inch air mattress at Walmart for 15 bucks or something like that. So like now we're 10 inches closer to the ceiling. Mm. 
And I have Ramsey's giant ass in there with me. I'm not small myself. And so, yeah, I woke up. So I was. It's like a. It's like one of those like water trampolines. When you, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the bigger guy makes you. I'll be honest with you. I was pretty impressed with that, that air mattress. Actually, it was pretty solid. It held air the whole weekend. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. It was cold out. But the worst part was, or Ramsey said that the uh, the windows leaked. So all we brought was like this big ass, um, what do we call that? What does Kelly call it? A bed roll. So it's like a big open sleeping bag. It's like probably three inches thick. It's warm. It's the one I had in my camper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had that. We're laying on top of that. It was super comfortable, but all we all we brought, because we thought it was going to be kind of warm, and we brought like a little heater to use. I don't know. A lot of our ideas just didn't work this time. We ended up only not even using the heater. But that first night, all I had was a comforter, Ramsey's mm. wolf blanket, and then like another tie blanket. <laughs> and the whole, like every blanket, like along the rim of like where the windows were. Because after we figured out that the, the windows leaked, we threw a big ass tarp over the truck, which it looked ridiculous. It looked like we were like rednecks, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were soaked in cold in the morning. Mm. No, it was just Riley. Somehow that entire time, my blanket stayed completely dry. I, I, you know what it was? It was the angle of the thing putting all the water in my corner. <laughs> it wonders why I picked the high side. So yeah, we have some <laughs> some definitely like some things we have to tweak on our fishing. Mobile, I guess you would call it. But we get there and they're already down in the dumps because they didn't hook, they didn't have any bites all day long. They had fished the whole day before we got there. And so we're like, Ramsey and Eric, I think we kind of had like a collective, like just look at each other, like, uh, what time did you guys get in on Thursday? Uh, it wasn't it was bad. Like it was like 6 30. Like six, but it's like, I mean, an but item. you're in a giant, like, I don't know, you're deep in the hills. So yeah, like the sun the, goes down really early. What do you even call that river? The snake or something like that? I can't remember. But it's back in the back in the the trees and shit, and you can't even can't even see where the hell you're at when in the dark. What is that big ass river? Snake? I can't remember what the hell. Whatever that big ass river in Idaho, that's where we're at. That has steelhead in it. And uh so we're just like as collective look at each other and like, ah. Steelhead trip again. Here we go. And they call it the fish of uh, a thousand casts. I don't know if you're aware of that. Mm-hmm. Just I usually like, did over that. Oh, I probably, we probably did three, four thousand casts. And uh, Saturday was a little bit nicer, but cold. Well, Friday. Oh, God, dude. I'm so lost because we left during the week. I never do that for like, usually leave it like Friday, Friday. was super nice. Are you sure? I thought it was the super nice day was Saturday. Uh, I guess day. it was cloudy, but it, it quit raining. It was still kind of chilly. Uh, zero bites. No, that was the day. Was that uh, not the day? Yeah. Yeah. So no one's caught a fish this whole time, and like you have to understand, Josh. Like you'll you'll go fishing with Josh, and you'll see like the dude is such a like good fly fisherman, and like it's like his passion that when he's not catching fish, the dude gets like. Like, you know, girls get hangry mm-hmm. and shit. Bro, Josh gets fishery or whatever you want to call it. He gets real upset when he's not catching fish. So we're we're bombing. We're bombing different spots trying to find fish, What blah, blah, blah. So we're just making our way back to camp. And we pull off on this one side. And we're all, there's seven of us. At that point, the other two hadn't showed up, so there's only five. And we're all spread out around this corner. You know, and we're using an indicator um with a hook you know just like a nymphing rig um and 
So you're just basically picking it up and placing it at the beginning of the current, mending, letting it go down. And I was at the low end of the current, and Josh had actually just come over and bullshitted with me. Excuse me. And uh, he'd walked away. We were all spread out enough that you couldn't, like, hear me. And I'm, I'm just nice and easy watching my indicator. And if you're familiar with fishing, with fly fishing, and I, I was always taught that, like, if you have, like, a little drop on your indicator to set the hook. Well, I had a like pretty okay shot on my indicator and I set and I'm like, well, that felt weird. And I hold my pole up a little bit and my indicator comes out of the water like three inches and I'm holding it. And then all of a sudden I can see my indicator out of the water with the line, just like doing zigzags all over the place. And I'm like, holy shit, I have one. Like this is the first steel I'd ever hooked on. And so I'm like, Josh's brother ties next to me. And I'm like, Ty, tell Josh I have a fish. He never heard me. But what he does here is about five seconds after that, when I watch this fish, this fucker comes out of the water. I'm like, like comes out of the water. I'm like, oh my God. Like I'm seeing this fish right now. Lose it. (laughs) And so Ty, the only thing he hears is, no, no, God damn it. And so like Josh comes over. I'm like, dude, I freaking had one. And I don't think it was like a monster, like 40 inch fish, but it, it was definitely like 25 plus. And, uh, so that was like, I mean, we got a fish hooked up, but that was it. Shit. The whole weekend. All seven of us. That's the only hookup on a steelhead we had. So it was rough. Tough planning, man. You can't really plan around the weather, you know? No, and I mean, you're fishing. Uh, so. Well, can you? Can you plan around the weather? Well, Josh is. Josh is I think you can when it's not nine hours away. The best of yeah. your ability. If it was like three hours away. You so could... what time did you guys leave on Sunday? <sighs> uh, no, it was, it was like nine. Was it? Yeah. And we got home at about six. I don't know. I don't know why it took us so long to get home. Because I think we left at the, about the same time. Oh, yeah, probably. No, I, just... I could tell you why it took so long. So I'm driving, right? And we saw in the forecast the night before we went to service, whatever, to watch the fight. <laughs> <laughs> and, we did watch uh, the fight. That was funny. We did do that. Um, we saw that it was supposed to snow. So at that point, we're like, yeah, we're not going to stick around tomorrow. We're just going to get moving. We start... We get about, I don't know, we're probably 45 minutes into the drive. Just blizzard. Mountain mountain pass, too. Inch snowflakes. And you're like, no guardrail next to a river. And switchbacks. Deep ass river, too. Yeah. I mean, like, if your truck goes off, it's like a 30-foot drop into the river. Just snowing hard, like, ice-covered roads, whatever. And I, I... didn't get much sleep the night before, so I got kind of tired. I was like, hey, Riley, you want to drive? Whatever. I'm just going to kind of hang out and watch Top Gun because I downloaded it on Netflix. Good movie. I've never seen it before. Wonderful The movie. original Top Gun? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, Riley. I've never seen it. You've never seen Days of Thunder either. Yeah, we watched both those movies on the way home. It was... <laughs> First you, of all, you, I got one of those. Did you grow up under a rock? Dude, I watch a lot of movies, so you can't even hit me with that. Like, I'll tell you right now, my girlfriend hasn't seen a goddamn movie. I'm going to throw a movie at you right now. Go ahead. See if you've seen it. Uh, Vampire's Assistant. (laughs) No. Ghost in the Darkness. Ghost in the Darkness. Tell me what it's about. Mm, You gotcha. Yeah, that's a classic. And I think anyone listening can tell you that's a classic. I've never actually seen Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah, it's about lions that kill people. It's a great movie. It's about a lion hunter. I think that's Val Kilmer, isn't it? About zombie beavers. I don't know. 
Zombievers. You've seen Zombievers. Dude, what's the what's the one? Did we watch that in the basement with Garrett and Kyle? When I remember was that was school. literally like fucking ten, years, 10 ago. years ago. Okay, we're getting off track here. Um. Anyway, okay, yeah. Let me finish. So Riley starts driving, just clear, you know, no icy road for about whatever. five hours, six hours. So he drove to Big, Big Timber. Timber. And he's like, well, you've gone this way before because we kind of took a back way back to Bravo. You know which way to go. And uh, I literally get in the truck and drive five minutes. Not even five minutes. Probably 30 seconds. Another blizzard. Like couldn't see 30 feet in front of the truck blizzard. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And eventually we got out of the blizzard or whatever and I drove home. But I was like, literally the two times I drove, because I drove the whole way Thursday. Yeah. Except for like 45 minutes. Yeah, he got, he got one of his sleep spells. I had to drive for him because I was like from you know, to Missoula. You know, honestly, knowing his sleep problems. Yeah. That trip we made up to the belt when you forgot your camo. How did you stay, how did you stay awake? Me being asleep during you. Because I've really never. Like he'll kind of try and like power through it, you know. And like not want to pull I, over. But. I've never like I've seen him do it and not pull over and be fine, but me being asleep and him getting to the point where he wanted to pull over, I kind of wonder if he actually like. Oh no, he fell asleep for sure. Yeah. No, 100%. no, no, no. I I can tell like when I'm, and it was also three in the fucking morning when we were doing Ramsey, that. Ramsey, you like, fell asleep while we were hunting and drove the ranger into the ditch. Yeah, I, let's you, just fucking put this on the goddamn air so I get my license taken away. You dumb fucks. No, it's it's not. It's because you you stay up all night being a dumbass. Anyways, go to bed. Don't like fucking a... fall asleep while I drive. I'm smart enough to know that I'm too tired to drive, and I will pull over and let one of you drive. Okay, that's fine. But no, he he drove all the way there, even after getting early. They're getting up early. But then he got. Uh, we didn't really get up early from the sounds. But no, we still. The thing is, we six. did. That's the we problem. Just had that much shit that we, we had just to do. we had so much shit to do. Actually, I got up at six. And so Sean was talking about if we had good yeah. food. We made the executive decision, and because like they wanted to like eat at some diners and shit. Ramsey and I just were like, let's take as much food as we can from the house that we have in the freezer. So we got elk steaks, bro. I, brought, I popped out some tenderloins mm. that I've been saving. They're I cooked those to perfection. To perfection, dude. You would have. But uh, so we ended up everything we did we cooked. We had uh, ham steaks one night. We had burgers, hot dogs. I mean, this sounds super basic, but it's like we just tried to save money this way. That's like the perfect camping in any scenario. I will say the the food that me and Sean cooked in a Walton endeavor. But you guys are bougie as hell. You're like Matt. Every time you go somewhere, you gotta have fifty dollars. We literally got grinding fucking salt. You gotta have. You got fucking. (laughs) We're like, we need salt and pepper. I was going to grab the freaking 48 cent the salt, salt and pepper, pepper. And combination like, pack. I got Whoa. pink Himalayan salt and some peppercorn medley. All right, yeah, you can't fuck, fuck around with peppercorn. That's the only thing I use anymore is cracked peppercorn. Regardless, you're just like Matt, Sean. You and Ramsey need to have $50 fucking ribeyes every time we go fucking hunting. We didn't spend that much. That's where I spent my $100 Walmart gift card. Yeah. I think we spent like $16 on $116 of food. Yeah. But I think it was a better option we had. Dude, we put the the elk tenderloins and the loins in the cooler frozen, and they were perfectly like, you know that point where they're cold Mm -hmm. and a little frozen, but like good for cooking? Right. And we cooked them all up for everybody. It was delicious. Yeah. So good. But would you get trips like that? Shout out to Famous Dave's. uh, 
burger and steak seasoning. Oh, yeah, that's good. what he used on it. It was, it was good shit, dude. Oh, wow. But really uh, good, that kind of stuff really gets me excited for like our Bull Mountain Brother trips. Like, uh, Hopefully we get... Uh, are you going to come to Western Montana with us in April to catch some, some fish? I hope you can because it's going to be a lot of fun. I think so. Because uh, we'll go catch, try to catch some browns and cutties. the whole Bull Mountain Brother crew. Yeah, gosh. I think Matt's going too. Really? Yeah. He's back soon, huh? Yeah, in a couple weeks. He's gonna have his like in, like first initial podcast with him. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. probably like the f- it'll probably be like, put him over in that corner. It'll be the podcast after your your interview. There's one thing we need to do before he comes on. What clean the house? No, fill that fucking keg he's been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so funny, dude. Literally, like, so December. I don't know. When do we start doing the new studio? Like middle of January. It was January, yeah. And I he's think, like, well, yeah. He's like, boys, just take the keg down. He's a full keg. Get f- Every time he talks to us on the phone, he's like, you guys fill that keg yet? Go get that keg oh, filled, yeah, up. filled up. Enjoy yourselves. Have the guests enjoy a glass of beer. Well, first of all, the first interview we've ever had on here was a guy that's trying to lose weight and doesn't drink. So, regardless. But <laughs> every time it's just like, and we're just, we've never moved the we kegerator. I think what the do you feel like like your holdback right now is to not shove this room full of too much shit before we finish painting? Yes. Oh yeah. Also, we haven't finished this room, but it's fine. It looks good where we're at. I mean, honestly, we kind of. I feel like we like push, 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 push for like two weeks and got a lot of shit done, and then reality kind of set in. We're like, wow, are you gonna burn ourselves? We out? needed a break, dude. It was getting to the point where, like we were like on the edge of like, um, what would you say? I think we, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna retract my two week statement and say it was a solid month month of weekends. I mean, and some weekends, days. and then the, f- you, you know, for the it's funny because you go back and like as far as like Zach's interview and stuff we had with him, it's like we go in thinking. We busted ass on weekends because before that interview, we only worked weekends, really. I mean, yeah. I came in here a couple times during the week. You know, and then it was like five straight days. Yeah. But, and it was legitimately that week up up to was here till one, two in the morning just working on this. Yeah. Like shit, Sean was here like noon to two in the morning one day. And then, then, then was that the same day that we were out at 10 o'clock pulling barn wood off of a farm yes, house? <laughs> Sean was about ready to kill us that night. Well, I, you you get yourself teetered on a point of like the edge of like really getting everyone irritated, but I think we like knew how, where to draw it back to like not jump down each other's throats because like as well as you know each other and as well as you work as business partners, tempers can flare, and I think we did definitely found like a way to like like this was a good weekend for everybody where Sean got to like relax finally. Where we got to go out and fish and relax and really just like calm down from like the f- two months of just hard ass work we put in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's always something that goes to show for for business owners that there's no such thing as too much work. But yeah, there, there is. I mean, there is. Really, there is. And, and it, that, it's the, it's hard because we're not just like a. We're not just like your clothing store, you know, that you go to and that person all day, every day is making their small business work by pushing clothing out. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, we have a podcast. 
we're not just a podcast. We're an outdoors company. We're an apparel company. We're, you know, we're all, we're, uh, we're a Swiss army knife mm-hmm. of, of yeah. these things. Ozark trail. Ozark trail. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's hard because I mean, like we've had the talk with like the four of us. It's like, I honestly think the epitome of our image of Bull Mountain Brothers two months in was completely wrong. And we've talked about it, the four of us, that we can't try and blow content out all the time and try and live our lives. You know what I mean? Like it's, we bring great content and we bring quantity of content the right way. And I feel like we've switched into that mindset. Tell me if you agree with this statement. We went from having a stressed outlook of like, we need to push like every three days we need to come up with some content to basically now we're capitalizing on our, on our, on our time that we do have. Oh yeah. So like before we would do a podcast, then leave, then come back the next day. Now a lot of our structure is like, if we have time, let's just record two, two podcasts, three podcasts. When we go fishing, let's do as much filming and stuff that we can do. You know, at the end of the day, weekend stuff and, we're going to be like any other outdoor company that does episodes on YouTube. We're not going to always be able to hunt and fish together, the three of us. But which is nice is we have, we're all going to still hunt and fish. And so like, there will be times where Sean will take a camera out and a GoPro and he'll be fishing in great falls or something like that. And, or Ramsey and I will be together or Sean and Ramsey will be together. That's the the kind of utility that we have. Never Sean and Ramsey. Let me finish. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is like there doesn't have to be a mentality that the three of us have to do stuff together every single time and make. But I think what we've really kind of looked forward to is like once a month, let's try and do some sort of thing together yeah. to. I mean, obviously, it's fun to do shit together. That's what we started this for. Well, I mean, majority of our free weekends are doing outdoor stuff yeah before this even started like even like minuscule outdoor stuff like going camping with one of your friends going camping with your significant other going Mm -hmm. camping with your parents it's like i think i'm interested in like so like you say like it's easy to go camping with a significant other dude sean do a fucking vlog for me because i want to (laughs) see i'm not even kidding bro like i think you guys do a little like what you're doing shit like it's interesting people like it no, 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 I'm agreeing. Yeah, that. I think uh, I think we should have a. Can I? T- I don't know if I can talk about this on the live podcast. Well, now you grabbed everybody's balls. So I you better. Fucking did, didn't I? Okay, you know what I think we should do. We should do like a milestone. Um camping trip or something along those lines that'd be really cool yeah just bull mountain brothers bash of the century type camping trip you know what i mean like and just invite everybody or just the three of us uh, i mean i don't know you know two girls one cup in the, in the- oh my god <laughs> no it's one too many girls dude sean you can't say this shit because then my brain will be going like i've always i've already been thinking about shit like what if we could hold our own like you know, like Ducks Unlimited and shit does like banquets and shit. What if we had like Bull Mountain Brother banquets, silent auctions, the Bull Mountain films. Brother softball tournament? Dude. Bradley, we're gonna have a conversation uh, after after we say uh, catch you later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because like, imagine. So you ever heard of the the fly fishing film tour that I go to every year to yeah. watch? 
Were you aware that? Do you know what it is? Yeah, I've heard about it. Have you seen the Badlands, the company that does like the gear mm-hmm. hunting gear? They they have a hunting version of it. Mm. My goal for us in like two years is to have like. Could you imagine? Here's a picture of this. Here we are, silent auction raffle. Everyone's having a great time. Someone's serving twenty dollar beers. It's just like a regular bank. <laughs> Me and Sean are going to be there. There'll be no $20. We're hosting a banquet. And in the background, you know, we'll get it. We'll serve everybody dinner. It's beautiful. Everyone's dressed nice. It's Everyone's out with their significant others. And everyone's having a good time. Wearing jorts. And we spend 30 to 40 minutes. Basically, it's basically like a a preseason. I don't know. How would you say? Like a, a showing. You know, people do that. Like a showing of all of our hunting and fishing episodes from that year. Condensed down into clips. That's like that's like your like your senior celebration when you're graduating high school and they put up a PowerPoint. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but yeah. like uh, high quality hunting and filming and fishing and outdoor right, activities. Right. This this is where my brain goes. This is what this is what you do to me when you say things like bashes and uh, that's the kind of shit. I think Riley really. You know what he needs? I think he needs to go to a high school prom. Yeah. Why? You're just all about the bashes and the. And no, the no, 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 no. I'm all about the swing dancing and country Riley, music. if you want, you know what I can do for you? What can you do for me, Sean? I can organize a, uh, a, a dance, disco, whatever genre, uh, rave in this very room. In this room? <laughs> 300 people? Yeah, I'm sure Matt, Matt would be stoked. Yeah, I think so. But uh, I don't know. That's... We're always continuously talking about the direction of this company. I feel like it's very good because we, like, maybe it's bad. We, we continually talk about, like, what we want out of this. But we're, we're manifesting a lot of it all the time. Which is good. Which, I guess I didn't really think of that because we, we technically are. Because there's, I mean, as far as the three of, four of us know... There's huge things that are coming with Bull Mountain Brothers. Absolutely. In the near future. Yeah. And the fact is, it's like we just keep, need to keep having that creative flow. Yeah. Between the I was just going to ask you, like, if we don't have these conversations like we're having live on a podcast, so we've really tangent and <laughs> done our tangent tonight. Bull Mountain Brothers. If we quit having these conversations... We've it'll lost. Put, we've lost. Happening. We've lost our creative flow. We've lost our energy. We've lost everything that made us interested in this company. And we're right. dead. Then, then we're dead. We're stagnant. And we have to end it. Hundred percent. And I think that's when we should look. Like if we ever get to that point, which I hope to God we don't. I hope this skyrockets, and I hope that we can bring the most friendly, competitive entertainment gear that we can bring. You know what? I'm just like super ecstatic about. I'm serious. Yeah. Is the the Stroke number one for Sean. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. The the vision. There's the word. That's why I kept going. You know, it's, it's hard. The vision that we have and are about to manifest for this room mm-hmm. alone is crazy to me. Because in my brain, I don't know if you guys have done this, but I've literally pictured what this room is going to be mm-hmm. in, I mean, weeks, sp- like, span from now which is a very soon future that it's going to be amazing i mean seriously well it's going to be a welcoming place to bring in our really valued guests 
you know, we, have you guys had one bad experience with podcasting yet? Not me. Everyone we've had on here has been a joy. Most everyone, I'd say like 90% of the people we've had on here, like flowed well. A couple of people got a little nervous, but uh, we just want to couple have a people got talked over, you know, <sighs> Ramsel. He's kind of just, a- he's really sad today. <laughs> you know, it's funny though, that you say it, like you, you say that and you get a rise out of him on that. Yeah. Is I feel like episode one, two, maybe three, this guy was like puking in your face words all yeah. the time. You yeah. know, like he was just talking and I feel like, I don't know what happened, but I feel like he's kind of like sat back in his chair. Bro, because he, he doesn't understand how, how much the closet would have fucking benefited him. Oh, fuck you guys. (laughs) For those that don't know what that means is our initial plan for this studio was to uh, give Ramsey his corner. You know, like imagine, I guess we have a video camera now so I can, I can uh, virtually show this, but Ramsey in a, in a, in a corner with monitors on the, you know, on the, on the ceiling, just sitting back, you know, giving a, giving a response, looking over, you know, like I imagine like. The the South Park episode with the crazy <laughs> yeah I know exactly what you're talking about the Warcraft. Fuck you. No, not but not the, but the thing not was like the, every time the, every time you talk you'd have a camera okay. pointed right at your face. Yeah. But we also thought that that would bring away from like the friend the friendship of the the table. The table is important. No, He's, I didn't want to be put in a fucking corner. <laughs> is why it didn't happen. <laughs> It was just it was more of a joke. It was just a joke. Come on. You know, and honestly, I like I I think I mean not to toot our own horns, but I feel like we did really well with because honestly when this idea erupted I feel like we talk about the studio all the time, but I, it's, it's an fun, awesome though. topic. Um that when this idea erupted, we really like I think all three of us, I mean I, I can't speak for you two, but for me, I feel like we were envisioning a 500 square foot room that we were going to be able to play around with and everything yeah. which i mean just i mean obviously it's just like with anything when you when you start something your your visions are super high and all that but what once we got here and just you know decided our plan and everything and then we we got it all figured out i feel like all, the three of us were like oh shit this is real yeah and do you think it was like when the barnwood went up that like we're really like wow this is like exact our minds mel- melted together and created exactly what we wanted i mean pretty much i mean honestly though once i'm like because that day that i finished the sheetrock in here you guys weren't here yeah. yet once i finished it i was like there was like ten thousand things going through my brain i'm like <laughs> Okay, I gotta stop thinking about this right now. Yeah, and it's like there's so many things we can do here. I mean, I'm huge. Absolutely stoked for the big buck hunter. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not satisfied until the big buck hunter. Yeah, is let's. In here. I th- I think that's podcast worthy. Oh yeah, or sure. like live TikTok dude or, battles or yeah, like even like a Facebook live, Instagram live, whatever, dude. Fucking throw a throw a little big buck hunter tournament on. Absolutely. But I'm gonna be honest. I'm pretty sure Ramsey kicked my ass in the lane bar in fucking White Sulphur Springs, <laughs> dude. Dude, dude, remember when there used to be one of those at uh, Harlow Town at that sportsman's bar that closed? Oh yeah. And you got like all the records on that. Oh, shit? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, they had the best tots there. I'm a veteran, veteran big buck hunter. 
But and uh, I do it in real life. It's just that it, honestly, for the size we have, our vision is endless that we yeah. can do in here. But like, this is not. I mean, of course, there's a lot of this is for like us because we're here all the time. Like I was here at lunch today. Sean comes and goes. Ramsey comes and goes. That's the point of it. It's a studio. That's what you do it for. But like, it's got to look aesthetically pleasing for all of us. But at the same time, like when we bring people on, it's always you know, trying to get to really it. It's more for them. It is us. I mean, we make it comfortable for us because it's like a. I can't wait to have my chair back. I feel yeah. like you guys could have made that. But they're huge and they get in the way. That was I've I've not brought probably like thirty percent of the stuff from the old studio just based off like I don't want to shove it in here until this is done. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you have a bar to make too. Yeah, when the walls are painted. But like I'm doing that this weekend. Here's my here's the picture that I see, Sean. <laughs> we walk in, we walk in the door. We have a very important guest coming on. Let's say it's our top five guest coming on. We have the big kitchen upstairs. Matt and his wife are making like some like delicious Cornish cake. Dude, that motherfucker sent me a picture of the best looking chicken parmesan <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. And I think he, he, I think he just did that to shove it in my face. He calls me yesterday and he's like, all right, do you guys eat chicken parmesan with the noodles or just, just by itself? And I'm like, I feel like with the noodles? Matt, you can't have fucking chicken parmesan without the noodles. Bro, I always had it with mashed potatoes. Is that weird? That is weird. I, did you make it that way? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Country fried chicken? Yeah, probably. Chicken <laughs> fried steak? But anyways, back to my vision, Rams. You're interrupting my vision. And oh, we have God. this guest come on. And we, have a, are we, gonna have? we have a homemade dinner up there. Ready for ready for everybody. <laughs> we get to enjoy it. You remember, remember that show with the, the guys with the beards? The duck guys? Duck, duck dynasty. dynasty? And at the end, they would always do uh, like the Family dinner. Family dinner? That's like the, the camaraderie. <laughs> The camaraderie I feel with all of us eating dinner with our guests. They always played the same song. And treating us, treating treating our guests perfectly. And then we walk down the stairs into this really well-made studio and sit down at these this awesome table that our contractor Sean has made. And not finished. With this beautiful background. Hopefully we get some more uh we get some more deadheads going on the wall. Actually that antelope I is my harvest from twenty twenty one. But uh get some more Europeans up in here. But yeah, we have so many ideas, so many things to do. We do. We could talk about this all night, but we're already at like what hour fifteen. Yeah, just flowing, dude. Do you guys have anything else to add this week? We were we actually completely missed the topic we were going to talk about today. We did, but uh, it's way the road. <coughs> I guess we can talk about it with. Uh, I think we might have. I don't know. We'll see. What, do we have a guest next week? I don't yes, know. we'll yes. see. Guest next good. week. Awesome. I, I I mean, like we said, I think our structure's changing a little bit, and. You could see the three of us. You could hear the three of us. You more than likely will hear a the three of us with a guest. Yeah. More than not. Four to five. It's kind of a goal of our four to five a week. Yeah. People. Three of us is like when we have to do it. And like you know what? Just because we're going to do a podcast with like as many people as we can. We're just gonna throw people in here. Dude, I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> not even in here. I think we should do a freaking podcast around the fire. Like, uh, I have enough lapel mics for that, though. We'll buy more. But have you guys heard of uh, for the guests listening? We have hats for sale. If you we buy do. hats at bullmountainbrothers.com, <laughs> uh, you can fund our lapels purchase. Not that one though. You can't have that one. You can if you insist on it, and there is. 
more than two people that wanted. <laughs> dude, they're more expensive, dude. That was the only thing. <laughs> so worth it, though. Yeah, they're great, dad. You know I'm going to be the guy. Dude, I was in a group chat with my friends today, and I was like, <laughs> this is the last thing I'll say before I leave, because it's actually funny. Because I'm the guy that, like, jokingly plugs our plugs our podcast everywhere, and I'll I'll be the guy that plugs the, the merch everywhere, too. But we're in this group chat, and there was a video of uh, one of our buddies, the cats were fighting. And uh, I thought this was hilarious. No one even responded, so it probably wasn't very funny. But uh, you can hear him listening to a finance podcast behind him. They're talking about retirement. And so, like, I responded to this big, long thing about, have you tried listening to the Bull Mountain Brothers <laughs> podcast uh, where your cats might not be as stressful listening to our entertainment instead of retirement? Uh, it's just, that's what I do. Hey, uh, and two, um, raffle tickets, yeah. we draw next week. I mean, yeah. it is it is done, shut. Book turn, page turn over. Fourth quarter, folks. Next week. I know we already talked about this, but as far as the raffle goes, are you guys going to, like, when it's over, are you going to be, like, kind of ready for the next thing? Because you're going to be sad that you're not, like, every day, hey, buy this, buy this. Buy right. This. And we, we only have a, f- a sh- few tickets left. So, yeah, so hit us up. Hit, seriously. And we, you know, we're, we're happy to sell them and... As long as you follow in the guidelines of being a Montana resident over the age of eighteen, and we will give you, we'll give you a ticket for twenty five bucks. But Rant. also, also, a lot of people that I think don't know this. If you buy five tickets, it's way better of a deal than just buying twenty five dollar discount. Exactly. So five tickets, you get a free ticket. What was your other one you it's were money. talking about? It, And if you spend, is that worthy? If you spend one hundred and fifty dollars, we'll throw in a hat and five tickets. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, is there? There's a multitude of buy a hundred and fifty dollar hat and get five tickets for free. Hell yes, three for seventy. What were you saying, Sean? Before three, we leave, three for seventy. Three for seventy. Yeah. Three for seventy. I mean, sell the tickets, boys. <laughs> Here, I mean, honestly, here's the thing. Let's let's set this now. Can we all agree on this? Okay. I'm going to say this live, so you have to agree. Last person that buys a ticket will get a free hat. Yep. Okay, yeah. 100%. The 300th ticket buyer. Gets a free hat. Free hat. Of their cho- is there a phone? Hello? They have a house phone? They have a house Hello? phone? What is Who this the mean? fuck has a landline? Is this, 19, <laughs> is this 1950? I was, like, I was at my parents' house the other day, and the landline rang, and I was like, what the fuck huh, is someone that? Someone shoot that! <laughs> Uh, that was a that was a good pod to, podcast, boys. I mean, yeah. I feel like we, we Riley always says it all the time, and I totally agree. And I, I don't really give a shit what Ramsey says, but <laughs> whoa, but settle down. Structure is not a a main focus of Bowman Brothers. We do what we do, and it <laughs> it works shit. out. It's the best thing about us. We have no structure. We flow. We can have ebb a, and flow as we please. We could have a topic that we talk about for twenty minutes and then bullshit for fucking. It an might hour. just be me shirtless and these guys are gone. Who knows? Uh, that's <laughs> that's not, not happening. happening. We'll definitely burn this house down before that happens. Yeah. All right. Well, um, fuck you guys. Anything but I, else? I will say you could you could have us. Riley, Riley you could have us either coming up. We could have this structure every time, right? And all three of us will be in here. Um. Uh. Uh. Trying to come, you know, like when you're trying like, forcing uh, shit, like, and it sounds like shit. Yeah. But I'd rather have us talking like we're just talking at home. You mean it more when you're just 
And we're cool guys. You can come hang out with us sometime. You could. Well, two of us are cool. Yeah, me and Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey, get in your fucking corner. <laughs> uh, with that being said, thanks for joining us on the 12th podcast of the year. Uh, I was going to make a bet with you before this episode started if Riley was going to mention what episode it was. Dude, we're halfway to 25. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> 25, what are we doing? We got it coming up. We're going to come up with something good. Yeah, we will. Not on the spot. It's going to be too good. Random person that likes to post that week <laughs> gets a free hat. Riley gives them their truck. Stop giving away these hats. <laughs> uh, that's not confirmed. We'll just move on. But uh, thanks for joining us again for another great podcast. Uh, I'm out of here with Ramsey and Sean. We'll catch you on the next one. God damn you. <laughs> Peace. See you later. That's all for today, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Make sure to download and listen to the Bull Mountain Brothers podcast. You can catch us on Spotify and Apple Music. Don't forget to check us out on social media for more daily content. Links in the description.